It's Tuesday, the 14th of March. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm Danny McGinley, and I'm joined by your, your regular co-host, Shane Lee. G'day, mate. Danny, thanks for joining us. Mate, on, uh, I hear you down in Melbourne. And um, let's start with uh, a little bit of the AFL. It starts this weekend. I know you're a, a massive oh, yes. Western Bulldogs fan. What will you be doing come... Are you playing on Saturday or Sunday? It's Saturday night, yep. and uh, it's it's actually it's the most magical time of year down here in yes. Melbourne because no one has lost yet. <laughs> so everyone has optimism that this could be the year that a miracle could happen. Even North Melbourne fans are feeling <laughs> up and about because they've got Clarko as coach. And the last time we saw North Melbourne fans have optimism, I think uh, George Bush Senior was president. So <laughs> I love it, it's. But it is exciting, um, and it's very exciting at my house. My son is about to turn nine, and Fantastic you know that age. that is the age yep. where football is life, and you just he couldn't he's jumping out of his skin. Uh, however, he, he is a bit um, he's a bit young to go to a night game. We do play the D's on Saturday night, yep. so but I'll be staying at home. We'll be watching it on the couch, and uh, he absolutely loathes the demons because they beat us in the grand final in twenty twenty one. So. It could be passionate, uh, although he's got this irritating... I don't know if your kids have this, Shane, but um, <laughs> my wife's from Eastern Europe and my son has inherited her emotional debts. <laughs> and there's nothing worse than when you take him to the footy and I'm there screaming my head off and he's patting me on the back going, Dad, it's all right. Fremantle just probably have a better midfield today. Like, oh, <laughs> stop being more mature than me. <laughs> I love it, mate. Well, I'll be very similar here, mate. My uh, my son, Thomas, is seven. Um, I took him to his first live AFL game last year. It was the uh, prelim against Collingwood, which is an unbelievable oh, match. Wow. And, and what, a, what a way to start what your a way career to start. as a footy then fan. Then the next game, unfortunately, was uh, the grand final against Geelong, and we, we sat on our couch here at home with our mouth guards in, our footy boots on, and he said, Dad, I'm not so sure about these ones. <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is, he, is he looking at the Giants? And, uh... <laughs> He'll never, he's never going there, that's for sure. Good. I like this kid. <laughs> Today on the show, we'll be talking cricket, baseball, the round ball game, AFL, and heaps more. Afternoon Sport. Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, we'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com. Hey, the cricket. It was an absolute anti-climax last night in Ahmedabad, but uh, Australia managed to bat out you know, pretty much the whole day. We avoided defeat. Shane, how did you feel? It, it it just feels like we've had, you know, from a fan's perspective, one of the most disappointing summers of cricket ever. What do you reckon? Yeah, it hasn't been, it hasn't been hugely great. Um, a disappointing series for Australia, all, all in all. Um, a 2-1 defeat. Um, look, we, we sort of got a little bit of credibility back of the way we batted um, um, in this last test match. Um, it was a very, very flat wicket. It was more of a typical Indian wicket. Um, they reckon they couldn't prepare um, those all flat ones. Well, that's a joke. The spinning wickets were, when the matches are over in two days, pretty tough. But um, look, Australia, Australia scored 480. Um, first innings, India responded with five, 571. And, and we're good enough to bat out two for 175. The good news is Travis Head, who was left out controversially for the first match, got 90. And Manus, Manus Labuschagne, who's had a pretty disappointing series, actually, for his own standards, uh, 63 not out. The player of the match, of course, goes to Virat Kohli with his 186, and uh, Ravi Ashwin was the player of the series. So, 
Uh, I think Australia will regroup, but then the next big challenge is now we have to go to England and play the Ashes. We've got to play the Ashes, and we play India in the Test Championship. Is that right? Yeah, we do. Uh, due to New Zealand beating Sri Lanka by uh, one run yesterday, uh, it was a really unbelievable finish there. Um, and we've obviously got some one days now in India prior to going to England, but um, yeah, we'll regroup and we go from absolute spinning, raging, turning wickets to seeming minefields in England. So <laughs> the batsmen are going to have the work cut out again. Are you, are you like me looking over at New Zealand who have just had the most exciting series mm. of test matches repeatedly? I'm get, I've got to say, look, I know this is an international show and I don't want to start a war, but come on, New Zealand. <laughs> you've, you've had Jacinda, you're making Lord of the Rings, you're getting exciting cricket <laughs> matches. I'm getting a bit sick. Are you New Zealand? Well, mate, I reckon I've always said they've got no air force, they're ripe for the takeover. Let's just go over there and take it back. <laughs> we'll get all their rugby players as well. We'll be fine. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll, I'll lock it in. Epic thing in the Players' Championship in the golf. Mm. Uh, Scotty uh, Shelf, Scheffler, am I saying yeah, that right? Scheffler, yeah. um, he was he was in tears after his epic win, and you know, but he's an American. We don't care. Let's talk about Aussie Minwoo Lee, who was looking good, but had a bit of a meltdown in the final rounds. And look, I, I think what I, I really like Minwoo Lee. I love that he and his sister are both uh, legends of the game already. He's only young, but uh, and and I think this meltdown is good for his brand because us regular <laughs> golfers we can relate to that. Well, if he played better in the last round, I was going to I was going to claim him as a distant cousin. But uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, of course, but look, it was. Um, it, I really do feel for this guy, and as you said, we can all relate to this as a, as frustrated golfers. But uh, the last hole yesterday, he had a triple bogey putt um, to finish the round. He was he was only two behind Scheffler going to the last round, but just imploded with the pressure, um, which cost him. So he, he did a round final round of seventy six, which he went from second on the start of the day to sixth position. That's cost him $3 million in prize money. And he also uh, misses yes. out on a temporary PGA membership, which is going to cost him a lot of money as well. So Minwoo Lee, who would have started the first three rounds being very happy, he's going to be pretty upset now, but he still did well. Uh, that, that temporary yep. PGA membership, is that like a, a, you know, a velocity? Can you get lounge access? What do you, what do you get there? Is there like a special sandwiches at yeah, the tournament? much better or? than Qantas Club. It actually gets you in there. <laughs> oh, wow. And, uh, well, it, guarantee, it guarantees you uh, the right to play. So he's had to qualify just to make this one. But if you would have finished in the top three, I think it is, he gets um, temporary membership. And if you win it, of course, you, you get a membership for, I think, for life. He's only 24, so I think he will yeah, get that yeah. membership at, at some stage. And look, you talk about it cost him $3 million. He's still got a million dollars for playing That's golf. Right. So, you yeah. know, I'm not, my heart's not bleeding custard at this point. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been watching the baseball, Shane? I've got to say, I didn't watch too much of the early sessions of the cricket mm. yesterday because I'm really getting in to the World Baseball Classic. I didn't know, even know it was on until a week ago when uh, my mate from Venezuela told me it was happening. And I've watched every game. Australia are unstoppable. We knocked over South Korea, who are fourth best in the world. Uh, we then uh, did really well against China. We beat them. We lost to Japan. Don't worry about that. But yesterday, we locked ourselves into the uh, the quarterfinals by knocking off Czech Republic. I really, it, I always don't mind watching the World Series mm. and baseball. I think it's a, a really underrated game here. But when Australia's playing, oh, I am up and about screaming at the TV. This is great. It is good, isn't it? Well, this is actually a genuine World Series, not just America playing against America. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but um, a, a good mate of mine, a guy called David Hines, who played uh, baseball for Australia, went to the Olympics in 96, he said to me only about 12 months ago, he said, it's a bit of a sleeping giant, this team. He said, they're, they're going to perform really well. And he was dead set right. 
Um, but yeah, we look. We came down to earth a bit. We lost to Japan seven-one. The NBL star Sohi Atani um, hit a hundred and thirty-six meter home run, which is just yeah, not bad. Crazy times, not bad. But we knocked over Korea, knocked over China, um, and as you said, we just beat the Czech Republic eight-three. So yeah, but they're playing. Boys are playing really well. And I'm also loving that ESPN are keeping the uh, American uh, commentators and just being referred to as the Aussies <laughs> repeatedly. Aussies, yeah. But hearing crazy them Aussies. mispronounce, you know, the, the Melbourne Aces and the Brisbane <laughs> Bandits. It's it, I, I like it. Um, so we're playing a, a quarterfinal against Cuba. I think that's in Tokyo as well. But then if we win that, we go to the semis. That's in Miami. That's a that's a hell of a trip on the team bus. Yeah, that's a, probably not great for the team performance. I reckon going to Miami. I was there not long ago. It's a good town. Um, but yeah, look, look I think uh, this is like there's a very competitive landscape as we know in Australia with sport. Um, and uh, look, it's always been sort of football or soccer we call it here um, with baseball. That's sort of third tier who's which one's really going to push through and if baseball continues like this that they might leapfrog soccer it's true yeah i, I actually played baseball yeah. in high school because uh i was not as competent at cricket as i was at footy and uh i was looking at being put into the reserves team which wasn't good for my ego so i took up baseball because i thought i could dominate dominate against those nerds and i was right man it was fun well as a, a melbourne uh a dog a dog supporter mate a baseball bat comes in handy for breaking <laughs> engines after the game <laughs> Yeah, there was, they hand you one out with the membership. That's right. <laughs> Red, white, blue. Beautiful. Stay with us because soon we'll be talking the World Game, NRL and AFL just after this short break. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Afternoon Sport. I'm Danny McGinley with Shane Lee, who's always here. Shane, we're talking the round ball game. And I, I, there's no one else you want to talk about than... My kids actually give me grief for how much I love this guy. Ange Postacoglu could be my favourite human on earth that I'm not married to or related to. He's just he, everything he touches, he turns to gold. He's he's so he plays the media so well. He's like Ted Lasso, except uh, a bit grumpier and uh, and Greek. But uh, man, uh, my te- and full disclosure, I'm a massive Celtic fan. My father's from Glasgow, uh, but uh, we knocked off Hart in the uh, the Scottish Cup. Uh, it's, it was a quarterfinal. Uh, we're going to Hamden to play Rangers in the semi. And Aaron Moy, I don't know if you saw this goal. It was within two minutes of the kickoff. An amazing pass from the Portuguese winner, Jota, who is just mind-blowing with his pinpoint accuracy. And then uh, Aaron Moy, it's hard to – what's amazing is we got Moy for free uh, from – I believe it was, was either in China or Saudi Arabia. But, wow, okay. man, all Australians really need to get – behind watching uh, the Scottish Premier League because I like actually Shane I also I want to take umbrage for something one of your guests said last week they said that Ange would want to go to England why I'll put that to you why would you want to go to that Southern League well it's a good question it's probably because it's, it's a Premier League um, <laughs> we're a Premier League too <laughs> no, no, no I know but I look, look mate 
he has got life membership in um, talk about getting PGA membership but he's got life membership in, to walk around Celtic and probably got the keys to the town and whatever they'll give him they love him up there and he's done a fantastic job to turn that club around and they just go from strength to strength and um, he's going to be revered long long after he's left at that club and uh, he'll be talked about a lot. That's true. He did. He was asked when he first moved to Glasgow, uh, you know, that's the sort of town where you are loved by half the city and hated by the other half. Mm. How would you do with yeah. that? And his response was, no, no, I'm only loved by one half if I do my job correctly. Otherwise, I'm hated <laughs> by everyone. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> hey, also on the round ball game, did you see Sam Kerr? I mean, we could just say this every week, but her goal against Manchester United this week, that was fresh out of the box. She so skillful it was she controlled the ball so well and just put it into the top corner she's making me not hate Chelsea yeah which is it's just pretty uh, not it's hard to do um she's she just oh, we do talk about her every week because she scores almost every week she, she's unbelievable um and she's put now Chelsea above menu to the top of the WSC yep. um, ladder um with a, with a great one nil win so look look she, she's a superstar but she seems to score like like all good players they seem to perform when needed most, and uh, she just she pulled another one out of the box. Yeah, I think we'll be getting. Uh, we're talking. You know, there'll be a statue of Ange Postecoglou in Glasgow somewhere, but we really yeah. need a statue of Sam Kerr somewhere in Australia. And if if we had to choose a moment, it's got to be that moment where she hip and shouldered the pitch invader. <laughs> that was. We'll make one of Andrew Simons as well. Put it next to it. I think that's a great idea. Let's put them right next to each other. That's a that's cool. Good yeah. good plan here, Shane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go to my favourite sport, uh, the Aussie mm. rule. Uh, okay, we got sent this by your producer. Um, Bulldogs defender Ed Richards is tipped to become a shock All-Australian. I'll take umbrage with this as well. That's not a shock to me. I think he's amazing. <laughs> well, he, he was drafted, I think, in 2017 um, as a fantastic defender. He's played 85 matches, but he had, um, you, you would probably agree with this, he probably had his best season last year. Yes. Um, and he's on he's on the rise. What they're saying is, mate, he's, he's like any kid who's been drafted, you haven't really grown into your full man's body. Correct. Um, yep. And they're saying now his strength is there, his pace is there, he's, he's breaking the line, and he's doing really, really well. So he's, um, I'm, yeah, I, I think a lot of people are expecting a big year from him this year. <laughs> what we say about Ed, he doesn't really have a nickname in the stands, but I do remember late, there was a match late last year, I think it was against Collingwood, where Ed Richards was just having one of the best games of his career, and there was a particularly inebriated guy near us who had had been, you know, he'd, he'd, had, a, he'd had a big night, he was saying some colourful things, but at that point, all he could do was just stare at Ed Richards and go, oh, we love Ed. We just love Ed. And now me and my mates, whenever he gets the ball, we just go, we love Ed. That's all we need. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the scoop. Yeah, yeah. fuck Ed. <laughs> and apparently, uh, also, I mean, it's this time of year where, where we don't, you know, it's not, not a ball has been kicked in anger yet, uh, but there's a lot of articles just talking about mm. what we should do. Apparently, statistically, there'll be three changes to the top eight teams here you know, dropping in, climbing out. Uh, do you have an opinion on who won't make it or will make it this year? Well, I yeah, I do. So based on that article, I thought I'd try and... So I got the, the top eight from last year, which was Geelong, Melbourne, Sydney, Collingwood, Frio, Brisbane, Richmond, and your Bulldogs snuck in at eight. So I thought... I, I think Brisbane's going to win this year. That's I agree. funny feeling. Yes, I think they're my, um, they're my I, I think, as well. I think 
they'll be in the in the grand final against Geelong. Um, oh. I think Sydney Sydney will come third, Collingwood fourth. That's my tip. Mm-hmm. So I think the teams that will come into the top eight will be Carlton. Yep. I think Adelaide are going to sneak in. What? A bit of a bit of a yeah. I'm just oh, okay. I no, no, I like it. Go for it. Yep. And St Kilda. No, I think, now um, you're come on. <laughs> yeah, you're I, drinking I, the bong water. What's going on? <laughs> and then I think Richmond out, Frio out. I think Nat Fife will get injured again, and when he gets injured, they don't play very well. Yeah. Um, and I've left one out there. Uh, the Bulldogs. Uh, you think the dogs will drop out? No, no, uh, no. Actually, no. I'm, I'm going to say Collingwood's going to drop out. I'm going to put the Bulldogs in. Keep the Bulldogs in. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You know how to play to my yes. prejudices, yes, Shane Lee. Thank you yep. very much. I, I, I would, I, I can't. As much as I would love to see Collingwood drop out, I think yeah. they've got a really good uh, culture at the moment. I'm sorry to say, Shane, I think the Swans might drop mm. out, and only because uh, when you have such a, a, a bad grand final appearance, it tends to affect you for a year. I mean, you look at the Crows after 2017, the Giants after 2019, even last year. My dogs, you know, we got into the finals by the bears we got in more due to carlton's incompetence than our own yeah. skills so i think that although they're a fantastic team i think they're, they're they'll have an off year although if any team any club can turn it around you know the swans were supposed to have a five-year That's rebuild right. but yeah. it took about 15 yeah, minutes I know. and look <laughs> the reason i say collingwood and i know they've, they've got a good culture at the moment and i like mccray as a coach they won so many games by one or two points last year and if that goes the other way it's a very very different season yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I like that. Actually, mm. Collingwood really, they've got to worry about their brand because they famously love being the us versus them. You all yep. hate us, but we don't care. They've got a lot of players I really love watching yeah, at the moment. I, There's, yeah. I really like Jack Ginevan. I love the way he annoys the media. Mm. I love Darcy more than you, Captain. They've. I think they just need, to, I don't know, they, they need to do something. They, their fans need to, I don't know, just riot at the MCG Melbourne victory style just to, just to remind us why we don't like them. Well, I'll tell you what, if they, they maybe just a couple less tattoos, they might even go mainstream. <laughs> that will never be the case. <laughs> hey, so what's happening in the, in the NRL? I mean, devastation here in uh, Melbourne because the Storm lost a game in round two. Yes. I yeah. mean, should, it should, it's just panic stations down here. We can't – uh, is it all over? Should we just you know rebuild or or, do we, or is it just, just – uh, we, were we giving the Bulldogs a bit of a, uh, you know, a false hope? No, I, I think, look, under Bellamy, the Storm will still perform okay. They won't be top four this year. Um, and and, oh, no. and Bellamy knows that. And he, he, I reckon he is really kicking himself for going for one more extra year. I think he really wanted to retire last year. And okay. he got sort of talk, talked into it. So I, I think his heart's not in it. Um, and they've lost a lot of players. Um, Munster's out injured at the moment. So he'll come back in three weeks. But they don't look like the team they have been for the last 10 years. The big, the big issue up here, mate, is is the Tigers and the rebuild under Tim Sheens, who's seventy two years of age. Yeah. Tim Sheens, right? And he's got to put a, a, a coaching panel together with himself, with Benji Marshall and Robbie Farah, two former players. It's like the three Musketeers. But Sheens has been out out of the game for ten years over in England, and he lost two coaching jobs when he was over there. Um, he's he's a bit of, bit out of touch. And if you're watching this Tigers play, who've recruited really well, they look fucking terrible. <laughs> and, 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 mate, they are going to have a wooden spoon this year. One of Martha Stewart's oh, one. Wow. And, yep, that's my call. And I think uh, I think Tim Sheens could even potentially walk away <laughs> halfway through the season and let potentially Benji Marshall and Robbie Farrow take over. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess Tigers fans, I mean, you know, Sheen famously got them that uh, premiership yeah. in 2005. It's like going back to your ex and that's then it. suddenly you're, uh, you're, <laughs> suddenly you're, you're on a date with them and 
Well, that's right. You chew really noisily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you really shit me. <laughs> How's the New South Wales feeling towards uh, the team? I'm calling the Dolph Lundgrens, uh, the, yeah, the Dolphins. So they, they're not sure if they're called the Dolphs, the Finns. I think Dolph Lundgrens is a good way to call them. <laughs> is, Mate, do people like them or are they, are they filthy Queenslanders? No, I, I think it's fantastic. Oh, personally, I think it's fantastic. I've watched both games and the style of, the style of uh, football they play is, is brilliant. Um, I love the fact because there's been a coaching row between Ricky Stewart and Wayne Bennett, um, and Wayne Bennett won again <laughs> last weekend against the Raiders. Um, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying it, and I think it's great for great for footy. Um, it's going to put a bit of pressure on, say, the Titans up there at the moment, uh, three Queensland teams, but um, the Broncos are playing well. I sound like a Queenslander now. I'm far from that, but uh, <laughs> it, it's really, really good to see. Well, as I always say to uh, Queenslanders and New South Welsh when it comes to state of origin in uh, in the great game of rugby league, I will point out Victoria are undefeated. So we're just going <laughs> to maintain that for a few more years. Love it. <laughs> uh, so that's it for afternoon sport today. Make sure you hit the follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors, Elite Bet. Uh, it's probably the smoothest betting app around. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. And don't forget, comedy festival season's coming up. Just putting a plug in uh, for me, my show, Hard Nut coming to Melbourne, Perth and Sydney Comedy Festivals. Uh, I'll see you up in Sydney for that one, Shane. Love to, mate. Can't wait to see you, buddy. Good work. See you, guys. Go dogs. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like the Building Resilience podcast. Noel Allnup, the CEO of Securo, explores the minds of world-class performers in order to deconstruct their life tools and ethos that can help us create growth and optimise business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon Sport.